Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vests, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Good morning, Chad and Aguirre. Tony Sanders Outdoors is live on the air from the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River. Right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Good morning, Robert Pratula. Good morning, Tony Sanders. How are you doing this fine morning? I'm good. I'm good. We are Facebook and live again. So uh, we got a different angle happening. You're going to see us a little better. I have a shadow over me. Uh, is that like uh, actual or are we talking like Metaphoric? mer- metaphorically? Uh, no, it's actual. Yeah, the lighting in here is not the greatest. I did notice that everybody can see we're sporting our... This was totally unplanned. We're sporting yeah. our uh, our schools. You yeah. got UTC and I I've got, got Eastern. But see, I'm doing fishing though. I'm bass fishing. I'm just doing Eastern. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you know, I've enjoyed doing the lives, and the funny thing is, is a lot of people are watching. I know that's <laughs> that's what's been freaking me there, out. There may be more people watching than there are people listening. Well, now when I dress up for graduation and stuff, I will have a reason to dress up for Oh, graduation. absolutely. There you go. So, you know, I can look my best on, on the radio. You know, I just asked you right before we went, do you know how to do this? Because I'm not going to be here in two weeks. Yeah. So you're going to have to live video with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can you do it? I can try, whether it happens or not. You know, I can try. I will try. I'll see what I can do, assuming I have all the equipment here. So, We have uh, a lot happening in this world of the area. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Riverbend is up and away and um, blowing strong down, downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hank Williams Jr. was on stage last night, and uh, I've seen Hank a few times. He uh, he does a good show. Hmm. Never, never at least, seen at it, least when he was sober, he did. Okay. <laughs> well, that's like going. I, I, hear, I was thinking I Willie Gene Nelson. Laughing in the other yeah, I, I heard Gene too, but I'm thinking you know <laughs> Willie Nelson. You you know you know he's he's, no, he's been partaking when he gets. Yeah, he's there. stoned. That's okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I, went, I did go to a Hank show with my dad when I was about I don't know 21, 22 years old, and he was drunker than Cooter Brown. And, <laughs> And it was a horrible show, and um, I actually said I'd never go back to another one. I, it, was, it was very disappointing. I mean, I, you know me well enough to know I believe in being a professional. Yes. If you're a professional, if you're getting paid to do a job, uh, whether it's perform, whether it's to do a radio show, whether whatever it is, you do it. You don't do something to jeopardize that. I.e., you don't show up drunk to do your job, and I was I was extremely disappointed. I told him that too. Hmm. He uh, he has a farm real close to where my family's from in West Tennessee, and uh, and actually knew him. Not I mean I'm not saying we're friends. I'm not saying that at all. 
but it was it was it was not uncommon to run into him acquaintances yeah maybe not even that strong okay. but i mean it was not uncommon to run into him uh somewhere and uh, and i told him um probably five or six years later how disappointed i was in that show in chattanooga i don't think it really cared but he did apologize i have to give him credit for that well you know um and he did come back and make it up i think i didn't go but anyway i hope it was a good show last night um Speaking of the show, uh, I was out fishing Thursday and saw the sheriff's officers launching at uh, DuPont. They were making their way down to get everything set up. So if you're bringing your boat down there, we'll be talking about that a little bit later. We've got some boating safety tips from our TWA officers if you're bringing your boat down to Riverbend. Yeah, and apparently you don't need to bring your guns this year to Riverbend. Nope. Um, I was watching the news last night. And this this kind of surprised me a little bit. Uh, and we got a, there's a big article in the in the paper today. Uh, apparently, there was a change in the law in Tennessee to allow localities to make decisions on whether you could have guns or not. Which two years ago it was like, no, you can't keep people from bringing them in. And so I'm watching the news, and they say that guns aren't allowed this year. And so my first thing was, ooh, did the law change? And and actually, the the uh, Lieutenant Garrett that you're referring to in the article, uh, I I know Austin, and so I sent Austin a message. I said, hey, I just saw this on the news, and the law that they reference is actually the one that says no bombs, machine guns, sawed-off shotguns, which I'm fine with. But it doesn't say anything about handguns. So the reference on the website is wrong. Uh, but that's irrelevant. Uh, they have made a change where you cannot bring a firearm to Riverbend. And so my first question to you as you were looking at reading, you know, kind of going through the article, I said, how many shootings have there been in the last two years? Uh, the answer is none. So I, <laughs> I struggle when they... Uh, they tell me they're doing it for my safety, but there's been no safety issue. And we've had it for w- the last two years. Two years, yeah. All right, so we're going to stop a problem that's not a problem. Yes, that's that's the way. That hasn't been a problem, but we're not going to have that problem that's not a problem. Now, in all fairness, this is not the Chattanooga police uh, that are in, they're enforcing the, the, the rule. This is Friends of the Festival that have made this decision. Uh, and Chip Baker, who is running for county commissioner, is in charge of Friends of the Festival. So they made the decision. So if you are a person that goes to Riverbend and you do carry your handgun, you shall not carry your handgun. Now, the numbers are pretty small. The people that, which kind of, I question that number. Two dozen out of 100,000 people, two dozen people had a gun. Two dozen each night, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, still, that's minuscule. Uh, yeah, I, I... Maybe that's the case. Uh, maybe the people that are your carry permit people don't go to Riverbend. I don't know. I just, I thought that number was kind of small. I agree. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not calling into question anything that uh, Austin's saying. It just, I thought it was just a real, inter- I was surprised when I saw that. 
I was surprised the law changed, and I didn't hear anything about that either. I was too. I, I was when I saw this article, um, and I went ahead and put it in the show prep, and then it's on the front page of the paper this morning. I, I, I was like, wait a minute, they can't do that, and apparently, well, they, well, apparently they can legally, and they have, so it's a done deal. But I was trying to but, remember. But what are they doing though? The law says you can restrict guns. You, the organizer, take um, responsibility for the patrons that are there. You have to have armed security. You have to use a metal detector. All of those things are in place. All right? So they have met the criteria. Yeah, so I don't know exactly what changed. It may have been uh, because I think the technicality uh, before was the city could not come in and say you couldn't carry a gun in a park, which uh, state law says you can. And I think that was exactly how it started two years ago. And so what they and but this metal detectors, armed security, uh, check everybody, all that stuff has been in place anyway. And so I guess when they they made that responsibility, if you're going to if you're going to prohibit people from bringing firearms in, you have to do these things. And they clarified that that could be even for a public park or gathering. I, I don't know. It didn't get any, it did not get any play uh, in the NRA feeds I get or anything else that I get about firearms or talking to state legislators. So I don't know exactly how that changed or when the, the rule changed, but it did. It's a new law that went into effect right after Riverbend last year, July 1 of 2017. So it's in place. So bottom line is don't bring your guns. They are not welcome. I know several people said if they're not welcome, I'm not welcome. No. That's, you know, that's your choice. But I, I did find it interesting. I just, I'm still trying to wrap my brain around why, if it wasn't a problem, we're going to stop this problem that's not a problem. That just, I'm still trying to figure it out. There haven't been any incidents. And I don't know. Hey, got people tuning in to Facebook Live. Thank you so much. Corey Holloway just tuned in. Uh, thank you, Corey. Uh, over in, I believe he's in Iraq somewhere. Ben, Sir, ba- ben Byer. Uh, so, uh, but Corey is in uh, Iraq serving our country. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, good. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we got a lot of things. You went fishing. I did. I did. I uh, went down to the Tennessee River with uh, Richard Sims and uh, Sam Simon and did a little fishing uh, Thursday morning, got up early, and ended up getting some really, really nice bass um, off the Tennessee River. We're right. Catching um, some big largemouth using live bait and ended up getting a tarp bass that was uh, 22 inches long. Right. So. Cool. Another tarp. Mm-hmm. You're becoming a tarp dude. I am. That means that total. Uh, it will be five. So as soon as I turn in these two applications. That's awesome. How many have I got? Uh, None. Yet. I've never I've never actually done one. Well, I can help you fill out the paperwork. That won't be a problem. 
And and I was hoping to catch one with you. That way, if it, if it was caught with a commissioner, it would go through faster. I, I'm thinking, but you think so? Nah, <laughs> I don't think. No, it'd probably get put on the bottom of the stack. Yeah. It's like, uh, who's this guy? Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> no, but hopefully this will. Uh, if everything goes well, this will get me. Uh, I've caught five tarp here in the state of Tennessee, and this will get me uh, another certification. How many of those were not on a fly rod? Four out of the five. And I knew you were going to bring that up, and that's how I, I <laughs> thought about it, just because I knew you would ask me. Four out of the five were not on a fly rod. Mm-hmm. I have embraced the dark side. I have gone to the dark side of spin fishing, and it is good. It is good. <laughs> now, uh, they have big fish. Corey's watching. So is there fishing in Iraq, Corey? That's all I want to know. You can let us know by... Topping in your response, and we'll pick it up on uh, on Facebook Live. All right, Gino, let's go pay a bill. Tony Sanders Outdoors. We'll be right back. Don't like the way the show is going? Call 423-267-1023 or 888-779-8255, and we'll talk it's about whatever it is you want to talk about. On a couple rusty nails. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Like a good neighbor is not just a saying. It exactly describes my friend, Rodney Allen. For nearly 20 years, my family has relied on Rodney for all of our insurance needs. He's been there when my kids were learning to drive, when my wife had been hit by a few deer, and when I needed life insurance to protect my family, as well as when my grandson was born. As you can see, he's not just our agent. He's part of our life. Rodney Allen, 423-847-3881. Like a good friend, Rodney will be there for your family, too. 423-847-3881. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Well, last year we had a 
had a bumper crop when them white oak acorns started to drop. So many I twisted my ankle walking to the stand. Everywhere you look was a sweet persimmon. Big around as a Florida. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. You know, last Saturday when we left here, we uh, we went fishing. We did. And uh, went out, and uh, I'm not sure fishing is... Now, nah, we did fish. Fun was had. Fun was had, and uh, it was uh, it was kind of humorous. Uh, there were four of us who went out on a pontoon boat, which was kind of interesting. And um, I want to thank uh, John Turner for taking us out. And then uh, we had... Um, we had a reverend on, on board with us, which kept the uh, the fishing trip clean-ish. Mostly, yeah. Uh, and then we had the the young preacher's son, who was 18 and uh, asleep when we got on the boat. I think he was asleep most of the most of the trip. I mean, he was up for a little bit, but I think he <laughs> crashed back out again. But uh, oh, to be young again. Yeah, he's going off to college, so he's trying to catch up on as much sleep as he can. But uh, we had a good time. We did, and uh, we did we did we did work hard, ish. Yeah, fun was had. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. I mean, we we after a short while we realized, you know, one I think, I think one of us got a, uh, I think John got a bite, and I had a flash at one of my flies that I was throwing, and that was that was the entire trip, and we just pretty much drove around looking for other spots at that point and we, we everybody pretty much consigned themselves to hey we're just going to be out here have fun and and uh well there was a lot of activity up at chester frost there was some kind of swimming event yeah twra and the uh the sheriff's department was out patrolling keeping the swimmers safe and they were doing a good job of that mm-hmm. they were they were very forthcoming in their stopping you if you went too far right and um so that that actually went on Sunday too. I didn't realize it went. Yeah, on when we when we left, I called um, one of the TWRE officers that was on the water and talked to him about what he was doing out there and and why and um, and so he kind of told me and said it was going to be happening the next day as well. So there were some there's some kind of open water swimming deal. They were supposed to do it at the river, and of course we had so much rain the week before that they were spilling. Many cubic feet through the the spillways. It starts in Chattanooga, ends in Savannah. Yeah, exactly. That would be a fast downriver swim, uh, almost impossible upriver swim, or it would be probably would be impossible. Oh, definitely. Um, I don't know. I, I'll never forget when I was um, young. I was working at the airport, and it was a real. It was a beautiful day. I mean, crystal clear, but there's a lot of winds, and there was a guy flying. Uh, a Cessna 152, which is the smallest Cessna. It's what most people use to train to fly. And he was up over Crossville, up over the mountains, over Flat Top Mountains. <laughs> and and, and I, I, I heard the guy, and I'm a, I'm a pilot, so I was listening to the conversation. The guy was actually moving backwards as he was, <laughs> because the winds were so strong. And, and, and he couldn't go down because he was on top of the mountain. I mean, he wasn't that high above the mountains. He was only right. like 1,500 feet above the mountains or whatever where he was flying. But the wind was blowing so strong that the Cessna, um, he, 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 couldn't, he, couldn't go, he couldn't make forward progress. And uh, that would kind of be like trying to swim upstream, right, and I, as they were pushing water out of the, 
out of the dam. Yeah, that's a very good analogy. That's that's a very good analogy. Now, you just went down fishing below the dam this week and, and caught your, your tarp bass. Correct. Um, they were spilling water? They were. A lot of water? A lot of water. I think were all the gates open? Were all the doors open, as your wife says? <laughs> yeah, the doors to the lake. Well, it, for those of you who haven't ever listened, uh, my wife will drive home from work, and she takes two punches. She, she'll come home and tell me, oh, the doors to the lake are open. I'm like, honey, those are, she yeah. knows. But anyway. She just does it to bug you now. Yeah, pretty much now. It's, now it's a running So road. they were, most of the most of the gates were open, and they were, they were spilling water. It was somewhere around, I think they said 74,000 or 75,000. Okay. So moving a lot of water out. Yes. So, the we just had the bad accident the week before up at Loudon Dam, and did you guys while you were out there? You were out there with with Richard and and uh, Sam. Did um, did they talk about the dangers of being below the spillway much? Uh, they did. They said that those guys made a really really bad mistake. Um, they should have known better. Was pretty much the conversation. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the article right here. What it, it was a it, it was a tragedy. It is a tragedy. But uh, the three men were wearing life jackets. But because of the hydraulic force of the water, they were pretty much ripped off their bodies. That's how much water those guys encountered. And when there is enough water to rip off your life jacket, that's a place you don't need to be. Well, I think a lot of people. Uh, and, and one of the the article I read. Uh, it was a gentleman who had fished out a few people through the years. He made the comment that he has seen people that uh, get into that spill uh, and come out basically floating naked down downstream dead from all of the hydraulics. And, and the, one of the big mistakes, and I don't know if it happened to these guys or not, uh, two people lived, right? One died and two lived, if I'm not mistaken, in that... Uh, I believe all three of them died on this. Did they really? Yes. Uh, um, oh, wait a minute here. Uh, I was thinking a couple. Anyway, um, people think that the it's it's going to pull you or push you away from the dam, and it doesn't. The hydraulics pull you into the dam, and if once that water hits your boat, it's done. Yeah. And and so I think that's one of the things that you've got to be really careful. I have always had a very healthy fear of the dam on both sides, the upper end and the lower end. Uh, I have been into the generator chutes. I've been right under the spillways, and, and hopefully they give you enough warning to get out from there. But the bigger problem is, is you know, you get up there and your motor dies, uh, you're you're in trouble. You're in big trouble because that's when the hydraulics take over, and and and, and I've I've seen it. And because we will run into not when they're spilling. That's stupid. But when they're generating, and so the water's coming from the bottom up, and you can run into those those bowls, and depending on where you're at in the bowl, can can which be which way you go, and so. Uh, it just—it's always been something I've had a healthy, healthy respect for. Maybe fear is not the right word. Respect for, and and I see so many people violating the law. 
uh, here in, in Chattanooga, and I don't know what the distance is, but there's a there's a, a railroad bridge below the dam, and there's a sign on it that says life jackets required beyond this point. There's a big billboard sign up there. I mean, you can't miss it going up river. And I see people all the time up through there without life jackets on. Okay. I mean, that, that's just that's stupid. I was wearing my Mustang vest that I have, and I'll tell you, if you're in the market for vest, look at the Mustang style or the self-inflate style if you, you don't have to get the Mustang one, right. whatever brand you want to get. But those are light, they're comfortable, they're not hot, and, you know, they're real comfortable to wear. And I never take it off. And I honestly forget I have it on. I, I got in the car uh, after our fishing trip, and I almost buckled myself in wearing my life vest. I mean, it's just like wearing a little pair of suspenders. You forget you have them on. And if you forget you have it on, you're more likely to have it on when you need it, when something un- unforeseen comes up. So that's my two cents. I say, hey, you know, get a get a comfortable vest and wear it all the time. Exactly. So, but you were uh, you were talking about uh, us fishing with a uh, a minister. Uh huh. I have a ministerial story for you. Okay. A baptism kind of went awry. Uh, a baptism ceremony in waters near Ethiopia went sideways when a large crocodile interrupted and grabbed the pastor. Uh, pastor Docho Eche was performing a baptism of more than 80 members of his Protestant congregation in a lake known to be home to several crocodiles in southern Ethiopia. He was right in the middle of the cemetery. Cemetery. Sorry about that. He was right in the middle of the ceremony when the croc exploded out of the water and snatched him. He had baptized the first person and was about to go to the second. All of a sudden, the crocodile jumped out of the lake and grabbed the pastor. Despite the efforts of those in attendance, they were unable to save Pastor Docho, who died from injuries to his leg, back, and hands. Residents used fishing nets to stop the crocodile from taking the pastor's lifeless body down into the lake. Interesting. Which makes me, th- you know, I've seen a few open water baptisms, but uh, if there's crocodiles involved, you know, maybe maybe I'd, I'd pass on on that particular body of water. Yeah, I think I would. Um, that's not my deal. I, I, I think I would pass. I, I would I, I would pass. I, you know, I've seen a few I've seen a few lake baptisms. I even saw a, a ocean baptism one time, but uh, you know. You got to remember, if you're going into saltwater or crocodile-infested water, you are not at the top of the food chain at that point. That's like when Curly told me, "You ain't the top of the food chain, boy." <laughs> After you saw the giant uh, uh, cougar paw, print. cougar paw prints and bear prints, yeah, you ain't the top of the food chain, boy. All right, Tony Sanders Outdoors. We'll be right back. Do you need a bad joke to start your day? Call in at 423-267-1023. 423-267-1023 can be part of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Spring will soon be here, and you know what that means, grilling and barbecue. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 648 Dixon Pike. Don has steaks such as T-bone, porterhouse, ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give them a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com, and be sure to like them on Facebook. 
If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Mady's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Mady's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Mady's has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Beatty's. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Beatty's for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer. 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at BeattysFertilizer.com. Lazy yellow moon coming up tonight, shining through the trees. Crickets are singing and lightning bugs are floating on the Back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. There was something I was as I was listening to the commercial and now I don't remember what it was I was gonna say now. Isn't that sad? I've got a memory of less than a minute. Like a goldfish. Gosh, that's terrible. Uh anyway, a lot happening. Um now we were talking before we went off the air about fishing below the dam. Uh how close did you guys get to the dam with them spilling? Uh, we, we we stayed below the train bridge. We never went up any closer. Okay. No, we were we were we were well below that. I mean, in fact, we went down river quite a ways too. Okay. So we never went. Above did, the you didn't want to. You didn't want to push that one. No. Um. I mean, both you know Richard and Sam are are great great guides, and they've. Richard's a river rat. He's been on that. He knows that river like the back of his hand, you know, at, uh, at all water levels. Hold on. They're only great guides because they take you fishing. <laughs> Let, let's, let's, I mean, I noticed that I didn't get the phone call that you got. Well, this was a late setup. You know, this was. Uh huh. Uh huh. So I'm just saying. My company gives me PTO, baby. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, you did get that. Okay. I do. I okay. do. Uh, not, maybe not three months in a row or whatever, but. For two months in a row, but yeah, but I don't get PTO during the rest of the year, which kind of hugs when when you say, "Hey, let's go crane hunting." I can't. <laughs> okay, fair well, enough. Fair enough. So, uh, speaking of fishing, it is free fishing day in Tennessee. It is. Yay! Hey, and um, a great opportunity for you to take your Utes up to Lakeside for free fishing day. You never know; there may be a commissioner just shows up up there. Huh. Maybe. A, a special guest appearance by a maybe. wildlife commissioner. Maybe. Huh? Maybe. Uh no, I do I do love the fact that the the 
the kids can go out and fish, or anybody can go out and fish free, mm-hmm. uh, period. And if that's uh, what you're interested in, Lakeside starting at uh, what time? Uh, it starts at 8.30 a.m. today and goes till 11 p.m. Uh, it's a three- lot of fishing. <laughs> I believe they show a movie in the evening. Ah, okay. Uh, if you have any questions about it, you can contact Dan Maxwell at 394 nine seven seven four three nine four nine seven seven four call him right now actually yeah don don needs to be up dan dan i'm sorry dan needs to be up right now and he needs to borrow my glasses yeah apparently (laughs) i need to because this this is small print this is small print and speaking of small print uh i've noticed they're making hook eyes a lot smaller these days are they really yes it is a manufacturing problem in the industry because I've been trying, been doing a lot of fishing. The hooks recently. are getting smaller. The the hook the eyes, eyes. Are, are being manufactured smaller, because I've been doing a lot of fishing recently, and I've been having a lot of trouble threading the eye of that hook and getting that number sixteen, number eighteen fly tied on. They're making them smaller. They really are. And I know, and I've got another fact for you: sunscreen. If you put it on your face, it turns your beard gray too. I've been noticing that. I don't know what's been going on. I got apparently I got some sunscreen on the side of my head too because Has it, it turned to gray too. It did. I don't know what's going on with these hooks and the sunscreen. Jeez. You know, uh, a few years ago when we were at the Ciopa conference, there was the the group there that were um, introducing a new line of sunglasses that had bifocals in them. That I got a couple of pair. Yes. I, I got one. They gave me one, and then I bought one at an auction. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, it was at the silent auction. Uh, I use those things all the time. I'm telling you. Well, I've started wearing the flip fogels on my brim of my cap, you know, yeah. the little fold-down yeah. ones. Yeah, I've got some of those, too. Well, I'm telling you, it's because it's the manufacturing. There's something wrong with the manufacturing. Manufacturing quality is just right out the window. It is. I'm telling you. Let's go to Steve. Hey, Steve, how you doing this morning? Hey, I have two possible solutions to the small hook angle. <laughs> uh, the, the first one is uh, due to the trunk jump and steel tariffs and all that, they're having to just, you know, cut back because material cost. Okay. Okay, I'll buy it. Okay. So it's, okay, that's it's Trump's theory. fault. The other Trump's theory fault. is uh, when I go in the drugstore, I usually see these tall, stack rotating things. Uh, they have reading glasses on them. Uh, you, you might want to look at that thing when you're in there because I have to use these 2.5s. I can't see anything with them on, but I can see the tie hook. So, yeah. You know, Getting over, once you hit 40, it's kind of downhill from there. You know, I've I, noticed that very rapidly. <laughs> I, I blame it on my eye doctor. I, I went to uh, I went to an eye doctor, and and it's the first time I'd ever been to this lady, and she's very nice, and and we're sitting there, and 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 I I actually can do pretty good. Not as good reading, and definitely not hook or, or tying a hook on. But uh, if 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 my arms are still long enough that I can read, and uh, but but I was uh, I was in her office, and of course my eyes were good and everything. And and she goes, you know, you're about that age. You're 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 about to the age that you're going to start needing cheaters. I swear it wasn't a week before I couldn't read anything without getting some cheaters out. It's like, good Lord. I, I guess one other alternative would be to go to an orthopedic surgeon and get them to extend your arm length, <laughs> but, but that wouldn't be a lot of fun. So. No, but, but it, hey, it might, uh, it might help my basketball here, I, game. I got uh, one, one quick uh, poor man's best product for the outdoorsman. All right. Uh, 
Okay, and this stuff, uh, I have not seen it on a store shelf, and I do not know how long. It's the best bug juice you can get, and they have it on Amazon. It's made by 3M. It's called Ultrathon, and it's on a little tube of lotion. And you just dab a little bit on your fingers, rub a little bit behind your ears, on the back of your neck, just wherever you got some exposed skin, and them suckers won't bother you all day long. Really? Uh, but you don't see it in stores. It's 3M Ultra Fine. Okay. Look on Amazon. You can buy it one or two tubes, or you can buy a whole case of it. But uh, it's the best bug juice for anybody that's going to be spending any time outdoors this summer. All right. Well, we'll definitely look that up. The mosquitoes. All right, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Steve. They're estimating mosquitoes are going to be real bad this year, too. Along, You know, we talked about the ticks last week. They're saying mosquitoes are going to be bad, too. Estimating? So. Good Lord, they are bad. Well, you remember we cleaned uh, crappie one time in, what was it, January. January. Yeah. I was wearing shorts in January, and I was getting eaten up. It was well, February. Was, it was yeah, it was February. But still, I was wearing shorts, and I was getting eaten up by Hello, Beaver Man. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Oh, just lovely. Anticipating another wonderful day of working on a Saturday. Boo. You know, Boo. you Good can stuff. always, you can always, uh, you can always uh, change jobs. <laughs> I have a degree in English literature and archaeology. The only thing I'm qualified to do is cut grass and dig ditches. So that's, <laughs> that's what I do. That's not true. You could. Uh, <laughs> You could uh, serve coffee. You could be a barista at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, uh, oh, I shall not comment. <laughs> that wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't last terribly long. Probably not. Yeah, the, uh, the thing, the, the flip-down uh, magnifiers are great, as long as you don't lose your hat. Yeah. In the process of fishing, I, I have lost more than my share of... Little reading glasses. I uh, put some on. I was in in the Hiawassee and tied on a fly. Caught a fish. I, I stuck them down in my little pocket, and I bent over to hand, you know, pick the fish out, and bloop, there they go down the Hiawassee River. That's kind of what I'm afraid of. Don't you have a pair of those that have the magnet that uh, they come apart right at the eye bridge, and they yes. they, they magnetize in front of you so you can put them around your neck that they're kind of a click together the yeah. two they're, they're called cl- clicks yeah okay well there you go they're, yeah they're great i need to, and, I, um, need to get a pair of those i have a pair of those oh you do i do well when uh kyle and i were fishing up at pff one year and i had those and um i'd left them in the truck of course but i had my little flip down hat visor mm-hmm. and every time we had to change flies i'd have to hand him my hat to use so he can see <laughs> time on then he give me my hat back and uh so then I, I gave him a set i sent him a set via amazon he was he was tickled to death i'm just trying not to break down and i i, I last time i went to the eye doctor they said i'm close to needing actual glasses glasses and and they said probably a bifocal prescription I'm just avoiding it as long as I possibly can. Well, you got a couple of years. I hit 50, and they said the same thing to me. Yeah. And so I got some, and I hate them. I don't like them. He's not that far away, Beaver Man. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, so, Tony. Hey, don't go telling everybody where we're going fishing tomorrow. Okay. 
I don't want a whole bunch of yahoos. Are you going fishing again tomorrow? Autographs yeah, I'm going fishing tomorrow. Uh, and everything. Let me check w- my phone. Let me check my down, phone. But... My phone is working. Yes. God. Hey, I, I'm just a tag along here. The wagon burner. He's the guy tomorrow. All right. Fair <clears> enough. We, we go where Big Chief says. All right. I, and uh, <laughs> it ought to be good. We, this uh, this one little stretch, we have caught. A dozen species in one hole on the fly. And the wagon burner caught about a two-foot gar on a three-way last wow. time we went up there. Well, I'm, and, I'm just hoping that uh, Mr. Pratula has a place to hunt this fall. <laughs> oh, we all do. We had to break up with our guy down in Alabama because of his, I understand. his ongoing worship of the almighty dollar. I understand. Hey, Carter, yeah. real quick, uh, I've got to fill out that tarp application for that brim up that I caught up there. What county was that? Marion. Okay. I got yep, that, that part is fully in Marion. You go to the end of the road, you're in Franklin, but we were in Marion. Okay, cool. All right, <clears throat> well, we've got to run, pay a bill. We're, we're behind. Hi, gentlemen. Thank Don't you. Be behind. See ya. Tony Sanders Outdoors. We'll be right back. If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. I'm Don King for your Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency. Hunter education is required for anyone born on or after January 1st, 1969, before hunting in our state. Tennessee's program is recognized nationally as one of the best. Choose from online or traditional classroom instruction. Visit tnwildlife.org for classes in your area. All right, wrapping it up this first hour on Tony Sanders Outdoors. Don't forget, uh, free fishing day today. Uh, if you got a Ute Lake site, just right up Hickson Pike. Go um, go to Northgate Mall, turn right on Hickson Pike or north on Hickson Pike, and go about nine and a half miles, and you're there. That's going to be for kids ages 1 to 15 up there at Lakeside. That's have a, three age groups. Yep, and uh, they're going to... Go all day long, and then um, they have movies tonight around the uh, around the pond and lake. It's pretty cool. It's a great deal. Uh, so go out there and check it out starting at 8.30 this morning. I like free fishing day. I do, too. I do, too. Uh, anything else we have in the last 30 seconds? 
Uh, not much that I can think of. Uh, Riverbend's going on. Be aware that there's going to be a lot of closures. We'll talk about that a little bit later. And we need to talk about the boats and stuff that's happening, too. Yeah. Uh, Friends of the NRA banquet coming up on July 21st. Yep. 5 p.m. at the Westin. Yes. Looking forward to that one. Uh, a month and a half away, though. We're, 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 we're coming at it quick. We are. All right. Gino, Tony Center's Outdoor. We'll be right back. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vests, strap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Welcome back. Hour number two of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Having a good time this morning. This beautiful June morning. All right, a couple things we want to talk about. Boating safety at Riverbend. Now... I think a lot of people don't realize how swift the water is. Is that a word? Swift? It is. How swift the water is uh, in the river. Even if they're not spilling water through the doors, as Deborah says. Yeah. They've got these things uh, in the river called channel markers, and channels occur when moving water scours out a certain location and continues to flow. Key word there is flow. So every year... Uh, one of my great pleasures in life is to sit up on the... You mean one of your sick, twisted pleasures. Let's be honest. <laughs> one of my sick pleasures of life is to sit on the uh, the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River and watch people try to anchor their boats um, at Riverbend. And there's always a couple of mistakes. Number one, do not try to anchor straight down. You know why? Why? That's not how anchors work. Anchors have to grip. Anchors have to have line out to be able to grip properly to hold a boat. Now, what is the rule of thumb? Is it two feet for every foot of boat? That's what I've always gone by. So that means your anchor, if you got a 20-foot boat, your anchor needs to be 40 feet in front of you. Now, this could create a problem in a very crowded situation. And I have seen more than one or two anchor lines cut in the years by a propeller spinning underneath the water. You know, I do think it's a good idea to have one of those little buoys that floats on your anchor line so people can see where your anchor line is that's out in front of you. And it can usually help you get your anchor back if your line gets cut. That's possible. But the big thing is, is so people can see it. Because, again, to be properly anchored... You need to have your line out in front of you quite a ways so your boat can grip. Now, the the, the bottom there in the Ross's Landing area, I do not believe is rocky, is it? No. It's muddy. So that needs means you got to have... There are certain type of anchors. Believe it or not, there are types of anchors out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Be cautious when you go down there. And make sure your anchor is fitted for your boat. If you've got a 30-foot houseboat, one of those little 10-pound <laughs> mushroom anchors, is no, it's like throwing bricks in the Grand Canyon. It's not going to do any good. Exactly. So make sure your number, you got enough line, you got the right size anchor for your boat. 
understand that children's under the age of 12, 12, I'm sorry, 12 and under, must have a life jacket on if you are underway. Underway is defined as not anchored or not tied off, right? Correct. Drift is underway. Correct. So, uh, saw a few of those last, and last year, you know, one of the cool things, I went out last year with TWRA, one of the cool things they did was they gave all the kids that were wearing their life jackets free ice cream. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it was, it was, they, there was a coupon, I believe it was McDonald's, and all the kid had to do was to go into any McDonald's and give them that coupon, and then they would get a free ice cream for wearing their life jacket out on the water. So let me get this straight. They're out there, these TWA officers were out there protecting lives, serving the people, and giving kids free ice cream. You mm-hmm. talk about a PR plus right there. Uh, we tried to get them to give a couple of commissioners ice cream, they wouldn't do it. Well, they said we kid. could. They said we could buy our own. Well, you never know. Um, oh, else? the uh, if you're kayaking, all my kayak buddies out there, if you're out after sundown, you have to have a light on your kayak. There's Visible 360 degrees. degrees, white light. You have to have it lit up. End of story. If you don't have a light, get off the water. We sent people to the shore. Well, that they didn't have a light. They need to be at the shore. Exactly. Because uh, kayaks are low profile, and in fact. You, we posted, you posted a video on Tony Sanders Outdoors mm-hmm. of a kayak fisher, broad daylight, big orange flag, and he gets run over by a boat. Can you believe that? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Oh, it was sad. I mean, I, I mean, nobody got hurt, thank goodness, but geez. I mean, seriously, the guy was sitting fishing. He did have, he had a light, which was not on, which it was daylight. He didn't need to have it on. He had an orange flag on one of the bicycle whips, and somebody still hit him in a boat. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I hope the guy that hit him got a ticket. I, I, he should have gotten a ticket. That's all I can say. Uh, TWA also says, uh, watch for debris, because we have had a lot of water coming through the dam, and they've had the— Have you seen all the posts about <laughs> need a new lower unit? Yeah. there There's logs coming down, so, you know, there's a lot of debris, so— be careful about that. Also, uh, have a designated boat operator. If you're going to go down and enjoy the music and, and imbibe some adult beverages, make sure that you have somebody who is not impaired while boating. This is something people forget, but boating under the influence has the same penalties as drinking and driving, DUI. So BUI and DUI are the same. Uh, and the other thing that people don't realize, and, and, and we, we saw this last year. I saw people hiding uh, beer. It, w- that's not against the law. If you're legal to have a beer or an adult beverage, that's fine. Operating illegally or drunk is not fine. And uh, and you got to be careful. And it does can- carry the same weight as a DUI. Mm-hmm. So all the insurance ramifications, all that garbage that comes with a, a DUI is going to follow you with a BUI. So if you're out on the water, have a designated boat driver, period. Have a beer, not the beer. If there's 12 beers, have a beer, not, All the, not the beer. <laughs> a beer, good. The beer, bad. All right, what else? Uh, let's see here. Wear a life vest. They say uh, adults should consider wearing a life vest, too, because if it's in a storage container, it's not going to do you any good. Well, you know, it's funny you said that. We were out on a boat the other day. 
what did what John say? Oh, there's 17 life jackets right there under that that uh, bench. Yeah, and it's like, hmm, hmm. If something tragically goes wrong, the chances of pulling a life vest or two or four out of from under a bench is not a good idea. Is is probably not as not good chances. Right. So you have to you have to think about that, which is why I wear the inflatables all the time. Uh, proper lighting, and hey, the, let's go back to proper lighting. You have to have your your rear light on after dark, all the time. Correct. Yeah, it, as an anchor light. Yes. And when you're anchored at River Bend, you got to have the light. I don't know how many boats I've seen up on the lake above the dam, coming home at night. These big cabin cruisers. I've seen two of them that I know of. They're anchored up there on a Friday night. No visible rear right. light. Right. And I'm sitting there thinking, what are y'all doing? You have to have a light. If you're anchored, you still have to have that 360-degree white light. It's all about safety. Uh, paddle crafters, be careful when you're out there. Uh, you're not as easily seen as you think you are. Yeah. Uh, especially, I've, I've been on boats and watched kayaks disappear under the front of the boat. Yeah. Uh, you know, the boat goes up, you go... You go down, the boat goes up, you can't see anything. Yeah. So be careful. And there's some big boats down there. Yeah. Have fun at Riverbend, but yeah. have fun safely. Yeah. Cool. Tony Sanders Outdoors Cares. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. Free fishing day. Again, no license needed. Lakeside community starting at 830 this morning. Utes under 15 years of age can fish in the pond. And uh, it's, they're going to have a big event. They're going to have food. They're going to have movies tonight. Uh, a lot of stuff happening that uh, is, is is fun. Almost makes me wish I had kids so I could go to that. Almost. Almost. The key, keyword is almost. <laughs> yeah. Almost. Well, it, it's like I, I got one story about I know we're not going to do a Father's Day show ever again. but No. Um, that's... Yeah, that, that's a long story, but... I was with two friends of mine in Memphis one time. All three of us, the other two guys were bachelors. I was the only guy that was married. We walked into a store, and the lady was being polite, and it was like we were gathering stuff for a fishing thing. And she goes, well, gentlemen, y'all have a great Father's Day. And all three of us just looked at her and went, thank you. None of us had kids. Yeah, I was with two bachelors and me, and, and Deborah and I never had children. So, you know, we, we didn't get it's all assumed. upset. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get all upset. What, a, what, what frightened me is that she assumed I was old enough at the time to have children. <laughs> is that not quite as bad as the time I went to uh, <laughs> Captain D's and got a senior discount at, like, five years before 50? <laughs> My favorite was the one where we were eating at a local breakfast place, and the older gentleman comes by and just starts chatting us up and says, Oh, is this your son? And points right at me. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah. I probably should have slapped him. <laughs> when you're old, you can get away with stuff like that. That's why I look forward to getting that old. You can just say whatever you think and get away with it totally. You do that now. Uh, yeah, yeah, but more so when I get older, I can get away with a lot more. Uh, all right. Uh, Gene, let's go pay some bills. Uh, oh, we need to talk about the, uh, the trout hatchery. Tra- tragedy. The, the trout kill. The Trout Gate. Trout, there we go. Trout Gate 2018. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. I'm lost and hurt.
If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. All right, welcome back. Tony Center's Outdoors. I teased it. I'm going to it. Trout kill at the hatchery. Dun, dun, dun. This happened in Fannin County, just right across the border from us. U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services say an estimated 51,000 rainbow trout being raised at a hatchery in Georgia were killed when the main water supply had been cut off. Now, my question to you, was it intentionally cut off, accidentally cut off? Was there a water line break somewhere? What caused the water to quit flowing? Um, that's under investigation by authorities, and there are no leads at this point, according to... So that would imply it's intentional. Correct. Um, employees, they estimated from one article I saw it happened between 2.30 a.m. and 6 a.m., um, the Fannin County Sheriff said his employees had noticed that the valve had been turned off and that the fish died. So the valve had been turned off by someone. One estimate I saw was it's going to cost about $65,000 to replace that many trout and to get everything back and running back to normal. That 51,000 trout that were being raised and reared to be put into streams for people to go have fun and catch now now killed somebody somebody posted on facebook when we posted the article on uh, tony sanders outdoors facebook page 
Well, that hatchery produces millions of fish. It's really kind of a drop in the bucket. That's true. From a pure numbers perspective, it is a drop in the bucket. But this hatchery is paid for by your hunting and license dollars, and $65,000 of your money is now being wasted to reproduce what was already there. That's one way to look at it. Number two, there's timing involved. And so now you have a uh, 51,000 fish which were slotted for release at some time in the very near future. Now there's a there's a, a generational hole. Correct. And and so there's going to be a period of time where there's not going to be fish released. I was trying to figure out how they came up with the 65,000, and I thought, well, you've got the hatchery staff that have to take care of it. You've got the equipment, gas to put in it, equipment maintenance, feed. you got to feed all these fish. How many pounds and dollars worth of feed did those 51,000 rainbow that are now dead consume. Right. So, you know, I just, it, it, if if it was intentional, I hope they catch the guy and smack him with a dead fish. I don't know. but so, he needs No, to I think he needs to pay. I do too. Sorry. But. Uh, there, there are consequences to your actions. And if this person intentionally uh turn the valve, which I would imagine it was the big, I don't know what you call it. Gate valve. Gate valve, the big big wheeled valve. If someone went in and intentionally spun that and turned it off, then they should pay. Premeditated, right? Yes. Pay for it. You know? I think, and I, I think, and see, this is, now, there was a judge here in town that people didn't like. His name was Walter Williams thing I liked about Walter was he gave creative sentencing. So not only do you get to pay for that, you have to work raising those fish until those 51,000 replacement fish are raised and out. So that would be the punishment. That sounds like a good punishment. Exactly. And, and that's the kind of stuff that Williams did. Now, he did some other stuff that was a little nutty, too. But that was the kind of stuff he did. That is, it was, in my mind, it was creative. I think that... Uh one of the things about the killing of that many fish, there is a, I think it, the fine should be a lot higher because, like, if you, the rule in Tennessee is if you shoot, I think it's Tennessee, if you shoot a deer, if you poach a deer and it has X many points, mm-hmm. it's this amount of dollars. Per, so much per antler. So much per antler. Point. Right. Well, I say so much per fish. So, fit times 51,000. So. Well, but even if it's, I mean, you're, you're telling me it's going to take roughly uh, a buck twenty, buck twenty-five per fish to to replace those. Yeah, there's your per fish number. Yeah, I think it should be higher. I say ten bucks a fish, make the guy pay, or girl. Now you're being punitive. Yeah, true. Well, malice and forethought. So there needs to be punitive punishment. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway. That guy was a total idiot. And speaking of idiots. <laughs> it's back. It's back. Bison attacks in Yellowstone. Was there a selfie involved? Uh, no, there was no selfie involved. She just got really, really close to this 2,500-pound animal with so, bad eyesight and a real bad temper. So let me get this straight now. Again, there are, there are signs everywhere. Says, do not get near the wildlife. Correct. 
And I think they even give you a distance to stay. Correct. Which I don't think is adequate, personally. According to the article, she was about 15 feet from the bison. She was inside the distance. Yes. I think. I think, what is the sign? Do not get more than 75 yards. If you've ever seen an, a wild animal cover 75 yards, you're talking a football field less than a football field. And they are rather quick in their ability to cover that said distance. Unfortunately, this is the third event in Yellowstone this week. Earlier in the week, two women were injured by an elk, one on Sunday and one on Tuesday. In both cases, the mama elk were protecting the baby elk. Mm -hmm. So apparently somebody got between mama and baby, and mama elk decided to open up a whole can of stomp you on these other two women. So this is three attacks in one week. All three women were hospitalized due to the attacks this week. The, if these people, again, I've said it before, if these people are stupid enough to get that close to a buffalo, a bison, sorry, if you're going to get 15 feet from a bison, you you need to be removed from the gene pool, and those things will do it really quickly because they are big and will stomp you. <laughs> this removes stupid people. If, hey, you want to get a close-up view of the geyser? Go stick your face in the geyser. Yeah, go go put your face in the geyser. Go have a nice little drink. You'll be removed from the stupid pool. Rob, you're hostile. Oh, well, I'm just I I'm I'm I am constantly I think I think to myself, people can't be that stupid. And then the world invents a better idiot. Gene, he's uh, he's he's not uh, he's not letting this one go, is he? Wow! You said they got signs. They do. Don't get near the wildlife. Hey, I think I'll go pet this buffalo. Oh, look how cute and fluffy he is! Stomp, stomp, stomp. Oh, look, a cute little elk. I'm gonna go pet it. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Hey, a puppy. Oh, it's a little wolf. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> okay. Gee, I wonder what's in this hole. Oh, look, a badger. Nom, 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 nom. The, no. Okay. All right, so, I'll get off my soapbox. Uh, the the trick there is is to um, just stay away from the uh, the wildlife. Pretty much. Follow the signs. Read your sign. Read the sign. Here's your sign. sign. Here's your sign. Tony Sanders outdoors. We'll be right back. Oh, Joe. Where did Rob go wrong? Call in at 423-267-1023 and let us know. 423-267-1023. To be part of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Spring will soon be here, and you know what that means. Grilling and barbecues. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 6408 Hicks and Pike. Don has steaks such as T-Bone, Porterhouse, ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give them a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com and be sure to like them on Facebook. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. 
Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Like a good neighbor is not just a saying. It exactly describes my friend Rodney Allen. For nearly 20 years, my family has relied on Rodney for all of our insurance needs. He's been there when my kids were learning to drive, when my wife had been hit by a few deer, and when I needed life insurance to protect my family, as well as when my grandson was born. As you can see, he's not just our agent. He's part of our life. Rodney Allen, 423-847-3881. Like a good friend, Rodney will be there for your family too. 423-847-3881. Chronic wasting disease affects white-tailed deer, mule deer, elk, and moose populations in many states. We are CWD-free in Tennessee and are counting on hunters to keep it that way. Remember, if you hunt out of state for big game animals, it's very important that you learn the proper way to bring those harvested animals home. New restrictions are in place for good reason. Learn more at tnwildlife.org. Please help us keep Tennessee CWD free. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Man, the hours are flying by. I always do. I know. I love this. Let's go to the phones and talk to John. Hey, John. Good morning, guys. How are y'all? This is Captain Turner. How are you? Admiral. <laughs> doing good. I, uh, I I really enjoyed Rob's uh, segment there on stupidity. I think he needs to do that that uh, routine every week. <laughs> that was That was pretty funny. <laughs> He gets wound up. Funny. He gets wound up. Well, I get wound up at yeah. and, stupid people. And and the good thing is, John, we have a lot of um, we have a lot of stuff that we can use in idiots and idiots outside segments. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sure. You were talking about those bison a minute ago. I was in um, Medora, North Dakota, on an elk hunt six years ago. <clears throat> we were coming out of the field at nighttime, and we came around a corner in the truck. And there was this massive bison standing in the middle of the road, and I'd never seen one that close. That thing's as big as my wife's navigator. It's huge. They are. I'm, they are. I'm tickled to death that we didn't hit it. They are not small. Now, see, <clears throat> the thing you should have done is stopped, gotten out of your car, ran over and tried to scratch its chin, made friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or take a yeah, selfie with it. Yeah. The, the flash of the camera is not going to upset that 2,500-pound animal. <laughs> no, 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 and I don't know when uh, when uh, breeding season is for those things, but I'm sure whenever, whenever they, they want, want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I do have a question for you guys. When I was a kid, my grandfather carried me over into uh, Sequatchie Valley to a pay lake over there. Mm-hmm. It was filled full. Of, it was filled full of trout. Yep. Uh, still have very pleasant, vivid memories of that, and I would like to find some place like that again in the area to take my grandsons, because I got five of those guys now. But I don't know if there's any of those places still open. Do you guys know, or does anybody know if there's any pay lakes like that around anymore? Uh, Rob's looking it up. I think there's some up northeast of Knoxville, but that's that's not in our the area. One, the one that you used to go to with the kids from Orange Grove, that closed, right? Correct. That one closed out, and it was, was up in there Athens. Athens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. And there used to be one out. Um, I've lost. Let's see here. 
Uh, There's Bob, one in Bucksnort. No, I think that one's the one that's closed. That Bucksnort, I think, is closed. Or maybe not. No. Somebody told me one about down on uh, Lafayette Highway, south of Ringgold, but um, I, I drove down there last summer, and I, I couldn't find it anywhere. Uh, you know, we'll we'll look that up, and uh, if we can't find anything, John, I will, uh, I will, I'll ask the the buddies uh, at um, TWRA who does those kind of trout farms. Because I, I, when I was a kid, that's we used to do that as well. And then where oh, my blast. when my uh, where my grandmother and grandfather lived, there was uh, a couple of catfish ponds. And, uh, of course, they were neighbors, so they never made us pay, but that's what they were. And uh, yeah. we used to go over there and catch them with Watauga worms. Yeah. Catawba. Well, with little guys, you know, six- and seven-year-olds and five-year-olds, that's an easy way to get them hooked on fishing because you, you can't help but catch fish in those things. Oh, absolutely. Hey, Abs- you know? John, that uh, Bucksnort Trout Ranch is open, but it's west of Dixon. So it's- we, got, we got several people calling in, John. I bet there's going to be some people that tell us... <clears throat> Okay, I'll get out of y'all's way. I'm not, cool. if, I, if I run across any stupid material, I'll shoot it to you. That sounds great. Thank you. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. So hopefully some of the people that are, are calling in now will give us, um, uh, let's let's go to Dave here. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Pretty good. How are you guys? Doing well, thank you. All right, so on that guy, there's a, there's a trout pond. I haven't been to this one. But it's on the way to Murphy, North Carolina, because I always see it when I'm on the way to, to the casino. Okay. And um, there's a trout pond there. All right. And, that you can pay to. Or uh, actually what I would recommend is going the free route and go to the Green Cove Pond. Yeah, and where, uh, tele- where you can take uh, children right. at a certain, less than a certain age. And that, that pond is well stocked with, with big trout. Oh, that's that's yeah. a, that is a great. I, I forgot about that, but that is a great one yeah. up there at at uh, Green Cove. Yeah, so that that's where I would go. I'd either go to the Green Cove Pond or that little trout pond. This is just this side of uh, Murphy. Okay. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Thanks, thanks, Dave. Hey, Jeff, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing good, thank you. Um, Pickett Trout Farm is the one in Sequatchie Valley. It's been there a long time. Pickett? And uh, their son, Stephen, has opened that back up. Okay. You said so Pickett? I don't know if it's open year-round, but it is open for people to pay to fish. Okay. Uh, in Whitwell, Tennessee? Uh, it's. I think it's more closer to Dunlap. Oh, okay. They've got a Facebook page here, so... John doesn't Facebook, but his wife does, so yep. she can find it for okay. him. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, just wanted to let y'all guys know that. All right, super. Thank you. Thank you. So there you go. Picket Trout Ranch that uh, that Sherry can find on Facebook for John. And then uh, I, give him, I give him grief. I really do. It's at, go back, go back, go back, go back, go back where you were at. It gave the actual address. 609 Cookston Cave Road in Whitwell, Tennessee. But he's, uh, our caller just said it was closer to Dunlap than Whitwell. So um, so anyway, so that's one. And then Green Cove, that's a great one. I forgot about that. I always forget about Green Cove because I can't go fishing, and that's why I forget about it. Well, and all, all of his kids have uh, lifetime licenses, so they don't need anything to go fishing there. 
They don't need anything today because it's free fishing it's day. It's free fishing day, absolutely. And then uh, the uh, the there's one on the way to Murphy, North Carolina. Yeah, I was looking. Or in at, Murphy on the way to Cherokee to the casino. Yeah, I was looking that one up, and I was there were so, several sites. So John can take his, his five grandsons, drop them off at the trout ranch. He can run on over to the casino and... Win big and then pay for all the kids' fish that they catch. That's it. That's how it works. That's a plan right there. We try to work work things out for people. Yeah. Problem solved there. So, anyway, that should be... Um, uh, th- there's, some, there's some good options. And mm-hmm. the, the, probably the one over the, the pickets is probably... Uh, they've been doing that a long time. And that's a great, I mean, that's a great way to get, you know... Guarantee kids will have fun, and I mean that's why we always did it with the guys from Orange Grove when the place uh-huh. in Athens was still open. Well, why don't you guys take them over to Mike Pickett's, or you have to talk to? Yeah, we'll have to talk Howard to Howard and see what he thinks because that would be a great. That'd be a great place for those for those guys because um, you know they're just not they don't have the dexterity to work a lot of the equipment, so it's right. cane pole fishing for most of them. And sure. hey, when those brim were biting, those smiles were coming out big and big and bad. So. I wonder how the fishing went last week out at uh, Camp Jordan. I have not heard. I saw a Facebook picture from it. I saw uh, something from the Optimist, and that they said they had a real good attendance and good fish were caught and fun was had. So, hey. well, that's what it's all about. Awesome, I thought so. Sweet. All right, what else we got? Uh, you want to talk about a? Want to talk about one of your favorite things in the world? Uh, maybe. What is it? A uh, man finds a giant beast while. Fishing. The giant beast is an actual aquatic spider. The thing is bigger than the guy's palm. Oh yeah, that that I'm really happy to talk about that. Yeah. It's know, called target practice. Yeah, I know how you love the spiders. This thing had legs that were over three inches long. Oh my gosh. Uh the picture of the spider, it, it What is a water spider? They're those they're an aquatic spider. They actually will uh they'll they eat nymphs and little other things and they do webs underwater. Some of them do webs underwater. They can. How do they, how do they get a web underwater? Uh, ever how they do it. Ever how they do it. But I know they have, a, a lot of them have, there's a few that are, uh, there's several actually aquatic species of spiders, but they have the ability to encase themselves so they'll have enough air to stay under. But this this one is massive. I, it, it's probably the size, almost, I'd say about, well, bigger than your hand. I mean, bigger than a human hand. I would have been shooting. It would have looked like depth charges going off from World War II with 9 millimeters flying off the side of a boat. Oh, yeah. If that there's, thing got anywhere near you. Yeah, there's no doubt. That would have been, I'd have been swinging a, a, a paddle or shooting a gun or something. <laughs> Good Lord. That, that th- thing's huge. That thing is huge. That, that's like paper plate big. It is. It really is. It got, I think, about three inch legs. That's emanating out from its body. So you got a big three inch circle around this. Big, ugly, hairy body. Big, big is the key word. We'll be right back. Billy man, come on. Six o'clock news. Say somebody been shot. Somebody's been abused. Somebody blew up a building. Somebody stole a car. Somebody Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. 
Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Folks, this is Quake here with a simple question. How do your joints feel when you get out of bed? Well, if those aches and pains are holding you back in the sport that you love or keeping you from holding the grandchild you love, swing by the walk-in clinic at the new Erlanger Sports and Health Institute on 3rd Street, right across from Erlanger Hospital. The Erlanger Sports and Health Institute is the region's only multi-specialty sports medicine program offering world-class specialists in orthopedics, neurology, cardiology, and rehabilitation, plus some of the area's top primary care physicians. So it's a one-stop care for your whole family. Add in the convenient walk-in clinic, and it means Erlanger's experts will see you fast and provide the right treatment from the right doctor. Walk-ins are welcome Monday through Friday. So whether your goal is reaching your peak athletic performance or just reaching for that big bag of flour on the pantry shelf, check out the new Erlanger Sports and Health Institute, 1100 East 3rd Street, Suite G102, or give them a call, 423-778-3390. That's 423-778-3390, the Erlanger Sports and Health Institute. Southern Hearth and Patio in Chattanooga is here to help your patio get ready for summer with their spring into summer open house. See their amazing selection of gas logs, fireplaces, fire pits, water heaters, and more. Special pricing on grills will be available all day, so stop by Southern Hearth and Patio on June the 9th between 10 and 3 for food, fun, and great deals. For gas delivery and the products that make your home more comfortable, stop by Southern Hearth and Patio, 6513 Lee Highway, or call 899-3853 today. Mady's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Mady's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Mady's has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Mady's. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping crew, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Beatty's for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer. 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors wrapping it up on this lovely Saturday morning. What were we going to cover? We have about three and a half minutes. We had a lot of fun last Saturday night after our fishing. Mm Mm-hmm. Ran out to the Alhambra Shrine and got to attend the Rocky Mountain Elk Banquet. We did have a good time at that, as always. And I did apologize to Randy for associating Rocky Mountain Elk with Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever when reading that because we'd read Rocky Mountain Elk three times 
announcing it, and then we had a story about Rocky Mountain spotted fever, and they all kind of ran together. <laughs> and I told him I was real sorry about associating his fine organization with a terrible disease. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It was. <laughs> uh, we did have a good time, and uh, do want to send out our, our thoughts and prayers to uh, Randy uh, and his family. The uh, Randy's brother died, was it yesterday, I believe? Yes. Uh, after uh, a battle with cancer. And uh, it's always tough to lose uh, a sibling. I assume I don't have a sibling, so. Uh, but I do know that uh, it's it's the people I know that have lost brothers and sisters. It's really tough. So, our our thoughts and prayers go out to uh, Randy and Teresa and Casey and all of all of uh, his brother's family. And uh, it's yeah, that's a tough deal. She 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 Casey had made a post a couple of weeks ago that. Their family needed prayers. She wasn't going to say what. And I kind of put two and two together. I know what it is now. Yeah. So uh, that, and that just happened yesterday. So, But we had a great time. And uh, uh, somebody somebody got wise to Randy, and they ran a price up on the BB gun that he gave away. Yeah. Uh, Randy, if, if you've never been to the Rock Mountain Elk Banquet, Randy Waterhouse personally always buys the Daisy BB gun and then gives it to a kid and, every uh, year. And the the kid that got it this year was still in mom's arms and couldn't yeah. walk. And it's great to see knowing that kid's going to have something when they get a little bit older. Absolutely. So that was pretty cool. Um, so anyway, had a good time. Uh, Friends of NRA is coming up on the 21st of July. Uh, we haven't really said a whole lot about this. Uh, huge event. It's going to be at the Westin. Doors open at 5 o'clock. It's going to be fun. Come out and have a good time with us. Uh, tables are already going. Uh, now we're a lot different than a lot of places. Our banquet is pretty much a table banquet out of the 35 tables, 28 to 30 will be sold as tables, which means there's, they got people they're bringing. Uh, so there's not that many seats available for just one or two. So you want to go ahead and get your tickets, go to, uh, friends of org. Go to Tennessee and look at our event. It's coming up, and uh, you can buy your tickets online. Um, it doesn't have to be a table, but you need to go ahead and get them. Unlike the festival, I'm assuming that firearms will be welcomed. Firearms will be welcomed, unlike the Riverbend Festival. I'm not going to get off on that this week. <laughs> All right. Uh, we were going to cover something else. Uh, Musky. Musky. I saw this. I ran into this. I posted this. Again, I post a lot of stuff, and, and that's it, more just kind of reposting, But uh, and we're not going to have really time to get into this. But there was a Facebook post from uh, somebody, and her son had been fi- swimming in New York and got bit by a muskie in Canton, New York, and uh, ended up with 12 stitches. And uh, it's her comment, all this from a damn fish. Yep. And, uh, yes, it was. And and my my thought was, you know, Jaws was just a fish too. Yep. So, uh, anyway, so anyway, so uh, you got to watch the muskies, and you you don't want to look like bait. Ah, we're done. It's been a fun week. It has. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week, as always, live. Tony Sanders Outdoors. You have been listening to the podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.